Hello and welcome back to my channel. I'm very grateful for the feedback on the very first video that I made. Today I'm excited about what we are going to discuss. Have you looked at any family and thought they are played with a generational case? Do you believe in generational cases? What do you think about it? As a biblical, what does the Bible say about it? Join me in the session as we delve into the Bible and what the Bible has to say about generational cases. Please don't forget to like this video, share your views in the comment section, and subscribe to this channel. Christian, I have seen so many instances where people have been told they are being plagued with generational cases because certain character traits or certain problems run in their families. Some of these people have to go to pastors, get prayers, get deliverance, and even direction, what people call a pantry, so that those generational cases can't affect them. But what, what does the Bible really say about this? In the book of Numbers chapter 14 verse 18, the Bible says that God visits the iniquities of the fathers to the third and fourth generation. That was the law. In the Old Testament, whatever a father did, the sons paid for it. Because if there is blessing, they also enjoy the blessing. So it's visited to the third and the fourth generation. Are we as Christians today affected by generational cases. When Jesus hanged on the cross, the Bible says that he took away our curse and became a curse for us because the law says that cursed is he who hangs on the cross. On the cross, he said it is finished. What was finished? Everything that is not of God, everything that is a curse to us, was erased by the blood of Jesus. So when he hung on the cross, he cleansed us from every iniquity, every curse from our mothers and our father's lines, everything that worries us in our father's gen generation and our mother's generation, in our father's family line, our mother's family line. When Christ hung on the cross, he said all those things was finished. And the Bible goes ahead to say that if the son sets you free, then you are free indeed. So let's, let's just think about it. If the blood of Jesus is not able to break you free from every generational curse that sits in your family, what will the prayers or the direction of a pastor do? Because it is the blood that cleanses us. So if this blood is not able to cleanse us from every curse, what will the prayer and the direction of a pastor do. In the Bible, God told two prophets that he is no more going to visit the iniquities of the fathers on the sons. He told Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 29 to 30 that a time is coming when you will no more say that the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth has been set on edge. 
everyone will pay for their own sins. And when God spoke to the prophet Ezekiel, he was very detailed in Ezekiel chapter 18. Prophet Ezekiel records that God told him that, what do you mean by saying that the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth has been set on edge? No more will this be said of my children. For anyone who commits a sin will account for their own sin. And when you read the accounts of Prophet Ezekiel, you get to know that God asked him the question that if there is a, a bad person who gives birth to a good son and the son is not doing anything bad, why should the son be punished for the father's iniquities? So we have been freed as Christians in this generation from any curse from our mother's line, any curse from our father's line, no matter what it is, it doesn't plague you. So far as you are under the blood of Jesus, you are not affected by generational curses. Someone will ask, then why do we have certain traits running through certain families? Join me next Wednesday as we discuss what brings about those things. Please don't forget to like this video share your views in the comment section and subscribe to this channel